It is a period of civil discourse. Fans of the Mission to Zix podcast have banded together to devote even more time to the Mission to Zix podcast by talking about it in a long-format fan podcast. This is the Zix Fancast. the Zix Fancast, where we will be talking about episodes of the wonderful science fiction podcast Mission to Zix. Today we are discussing episode 209, Alter Boy, featuring Lennon Parham. We're your hosts, Rebecca, and special guest this week... Brandon! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Darielle, and I'm so glad to be back. Yes. Don't worry, Brandon's fine. He just needs to take a week, but we're just as good. <laughs> he is in an undisclosed <laughs> location. Yeah. <laughs> so um there will be spoilers so I'm, I'm sure all of you have listened by now because yeah you know, i mean you know really drill. yeah guys <laughs> we shouldn't even have to say that we are Ooh. about to hear a um season four is about to start right we have like a couple it weeks is. to season four so that's where we are in the timeline Yes, and they just did the live show yesterday. They just did the live show, which neither Becca nor I were at, sadly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But there were some cool pictures posted. Uh, Mm -hmm. Looks like fun. I'm excited to hear it. Hopefully they can, like, expedite that audio. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. We'll probably have to wait until uh, after season four to hear it, though, won't we? I don't, I, yeah. I just, I need more Zix in my life. I just need more. You're telling me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Yes. So today we're going to be talking about episode 209, Alter Boy, featuring mm-hmm. Lennon mm-hmm. Parham. I don't know if it's Parham mm-hmm. or Parham, but uh, here's the synopsis. The crew is deployed to a mysterious planet to secure cool tech for the rebellion. C-53 makes a call. Bargy and Dar are done. Plek is finally useful. That's so rude. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty on the nose, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but, you know, spoilers, spoilers for the end. Was he actually useful? Oh, yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so we start, yeah. as we often do on the ship, and we mm. hear the little pitter-patter of, of little feats, and yeah. Bino runs out. Yeah, unexpected turn of events. We start with Bino. Yes. Very early Beano appearance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's hungry. Beano hungry. Beano hungry. They just fed him. They just fed him. Dar and Bargie sort of talk back and forth about Beano's hungry again. And then um, we hear a door yeah. open. Yeah, so Pleck and C were on a mission on their own. Yeah, that's interesting. And I don't know how that would ever happen, but... <laughs> Yeah. I never just to have them. Well, I guess there's a live episode where it's just Pleck and C. But mm, true, yeah. true, true, true. And so they return from their mission alone, and yeah. hear Bino complaining and say, "You guys didn't, you didn't feed Bino." Oh, we fed him. <laughs> <laughs> we have done many things to keep him alive. Mm. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, and Dar, yeah. So Dar was complaining it took to them too long. Yeah. Yeah. 
But, I mean, C points out, it was a fairly quick mission by their standards. Right, right. Well, I don't know what that means exactly, because we don't really know, like, how much time passes, but, like, maybe it's, like, a three-hour mission or, you know, not a whole day or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And If most of their missions take mm, under an hour. Well, right. <laughs> right, but there's always, like, the time where they're going up the elevator or something. Oh, true. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's some, like, time editing for, like, moving from place to place on the planet. So... That's fair. Yeah, yeah, Mm. yeah. Um, And C said, well, they had to compete in a ritual, traditional ritual, which they were victorious, and they won a traditional flatbread. A traditional flatbread. (laughs) This must have been set up just for the pun of they were the bread. I think it was. I think it was a very good pun. Uh, Did you guys go out afterwards with the boys and celebrate? With the boys. <laughs> that was part of the ritual. Mm. Mm. It turns out Baji has and Dar had enough. They are done. They're done. They're done. <laughs> With all I feel like they're doing all of the heavy lifting. All the things they With... have to do. Mm. Yes. With metaphorical and literal heavy lifting. Right, right, right. Dar's like I do literally most of the lifting. Like's like, well, you're mm. very strong. Yeah, Baji has a career. She she can't just fly everyone around. Right, she's the the only one flying everyone around. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Nobody else flies everyone around. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I love that. And then they talk about how (laughs) Bino runs out and interjects at this point, I think. Of course. Bino hungry. (laughs) Yeah, so basically, Dar and Baji have been stuck on the ship taking care of Bino, who's like a you know a three-year-old a terrible or two-year-old or something mm. and yeah. um yeah. C sort of takes a reflective step and says it seems like we're falling into these traditional roles to which Bino then eats the box of traditional roles yes oh you mean this traditional <laughs> box of roles <laughs> again dumb so dumb I know the dumb pleck I mean the dumb, the dumb pleck puns are the best puns though <laughs> And then Plex says, no bad thing. <laughs> Plex says, you know, he tries to appease them, like, maybe I'll try a mm. little harder to not make mm. you guys do all the work, which is the worst, <laughs> worst, like, un, unhonest, unheartfelt. It's too late. <laughs> it's too late. They're going They're on vacation. Go on <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they vacationed together before, actually. Yeah. Yeah, they have. What's that? Was that something that happened in canon, or was that something that uh, Ali Kokish um, I can't remember. I think it's canon, but I'm not sure if it was an episode or a mailbag, yeah. and they talked about how yeah. they, like, summered on a, on some beach planet, basically, and Bargy had extensions. Oh, yeah, Bini had extensions. Bargy, yeah, sorry, Bargy had extensions. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. I think it's a mailbag. I don't know, though. Anyway. I think it might have been, yeah. Anyway, yes. Somebody... So, of course, Plek has to know, yeah, is where is she going, because he can't physically survive in space without her. <laughs> yes. That's another thing Bargy is responsible for. Making mm. sure Plex stays alive. Yeah. So many things she has to think about. We now know that Bargy and Dar also carry the mental load of responsibility on this ship. You wrote that down verbatim, and so did I. <laughs> I did. <laughs> because that is the best line. <laughs> and, <laughs> I guess this, this came out like a year ago or so, but I remember at the, around mm. that time seeing articles about the mental load. <laughs> that uh, that women not only are doing more work at home, but they also are responsible for making sure things get done. 
so they're like organizing exactly, all the yeah. time and I never I never thought yes. about what I never sort of occurred to me that that's another task in and of itself the thinking about all the tasks mm. but it just it really yeah. hit home <laughs> really it's the, the emotional labor yes oh man as well and as Darlin says you know no McCall's and they are like do you want to emotionally unload yeah do you do you want to tell us about your day yeah tell us about your day do you need to unload us so Nermit just as Nermit often does walks into this crazy situation and uh, Fleck asks well hey you know did Dar Dar and Bargy have any vacation days or do they have any vacation days mm, nope nothing no and then you which is okay. wait what no no vacation huh, huh? What? But I- <laughs> <laughs> so, C and Bargy like glitch over each other as Bargy reacts with total incredulity that because she doesn't mm. go on planets or on the missions, a, she gets a no vacation. Yeah, that's a pretty. That's a federated alliance move to pull, to be honest. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like basically, she's harsh. like a contract worker. <laughs> she's like the yeah. Uber driver. Hey, you pay your Uber driver. She's an Uber. Yeah. She doesn't get benefits. <laughs> Oh my god! So she's she's like this. That's just it's just bullshit. Oh, and the planet they're going to, we find that out. Mm. It's Zootopia. Zootopia, a secretive society that's closed off to the world, but is rumored to have incredibly advanced technology. Yeah, but they haven't really been in contact with the outside world. They've asked for a rebel delegation, Mm. but we don't know why or how. Or when. <laughs> and Plek is psyched because Zootopia has, sounds like it'll be a really awesome place. Mm. But, uh, yes, he's been misled by prefixes and suffix before yes. with uh, Magnifico. Yes, he's easily misled by <laughs> parts of words. Um, so in the interim, as they're going to the planet, we have an ad break. Yes, 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 yes. And it is for... Our favorite advertiser on the fan cast, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter.com forward slash Zix. <laughs> Is the link still working? I I have not checked it. Oh, I meant to check. Oops. I think that, I, I think we checked relatively recently, we, and I think yeah, I, think, it I was. think you did. Yeah. Anyway, I think anyway, if you are a corporate head and you're a fan of this podcast, I really hope you're donating a lot of money to maximum fun <laughs> by the way mm. if you're someone that needs to hire a thousand tug ship pilots as lieutenant Bordoff does yes. well everyone should be donating to maximum fun anyway this is true <laughs> this is true um mm. so there's actually some serious there's well i don't know if it's canon or if it's a foreshadowing or a hint how you would describe what Bordoff talks about in the ad break mm-hmm. They do, they do like hiding exposition in their ad breaks. They do, which is a very good way to get people to listen to the ads because there's literally no other podcast I listen to where I don't fast forward through the ads. <laughs> mm, exactly. Yeah, even other funny ones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just, mm. go ahead. Just before we move on, I just wanted to point out that Plek did want ask to see if he could give his vacation to a. Uh, yeah, he was very generous, but it was not allowed. <laughs> no. Computer said no. But the generosity of Black's heart does not does not uh, go along with the way institutions are run and managed. <laughs> no. no, but it was a sweet thought. It really, really was. I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, <laughs> there is so the board off says they hired all these tug ship pilots, 
because now the device is officially en route from the late Phoenix mm. Ashes Estate, which is mm. a reference to episode 207, two episodes ago. It is, yeah. Yes, so... Mm. I'm still hoping we'll see Phoenix Ash again. That's a good character, yeah. Mm. Yeah, we'll see some cyber version of him. Uh, mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so... As we told you, we're going to do spoilers. This is the Planet Crusher Crusher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that Plek neg- if you're just going to go out and say it. Well, I mean, <laughs> this is what Plek neglected to uh, ask Phoenix Ash about. Mm. Yeah. Who did you sell it to? Who did you sell it to? So they know there's a Planet Crusher Crusher out there. Who did you sell it to? Turns out, oh, but we don't know who the Emperor is. Or we don't know who this dark, whack wizard is <laughs> mm. yeah mm. yeah uh so yes yeah, so that's our ad break now yeah they land on Zootopia, and, uh, yeah. and there's just people just teleporting all over the place yes it's very clean they can people can teleport yeah. and yeah. they mm-hmm. have very soft voices there <laughs> yeah Soft and yes, sonorous. They, they meet Tila and Neela. Tila and Neela. Assistants to the chosen leader. <laughs> Are you a first assistant and a second assistant? No, no, there's no class systems. Yes. Because that's built on violence. Yes, this is another <laughs> great line. <laughs> there's so many good digs. There's in this really episode. a lot, actually. I, I didn't realize mm. until I re-listened and, and had to take notes for our fancast here how many great ones there are. Mm. So Tila says, <laughs> yeah, there, there are no class systems here. Class systems are built on violence. And Plex says, oh, is that true? And he says, think about it. <laughs> There'll be no <laughs> violence here. Mm-hmm. Dar is sort Dar of relaxing. Lovely. There's good energy. Good energy here. Yeah. And, and of course, Plex immediately Plex up. I also they brought look like that. Tellurians, but have <laughs> weird ridges on their foreheads. Yes, which makes me think of the Klingons, right? Klingons? Oh, See, I was thinking Bajorans. Yeah, that that's probably that's probably closer to true. <laughs> mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I also wrote down in my notes, plecking it up. <laughs> there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of yep. plecking it up in this episode. <laughs> really, it's kind of about oh. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all these weird ridges, and you said it so loud, <laughs> mm. <laughs> which is you know one of those things people do when someone is learn you know doesn't speak your own language that well. Mm. Somehow the idea that if you just <laughs> say things louder, it'll be more comprehensible. <laughs> and then we meet our guest. Mm, yes. Singing, so hard beautiful music. Beautiful singing. Oh, la, 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 la. <laughs> yes. Oh. And they meet the chosen leader of Zootopia called Gellin. I am the chosen leader. You may call me <laughs> Please Gellin. don't kneel. Yes, please don't kneel. <laughs> Oh, I just did it without thinking. Yes, don't worry about Plek. He's don't take it personally. He's just really easily cowed. C says. Oh, oh so sad. <laughs> now I wanted to ask you this: this character, the mm. chosen leader Galen, reminded me mm-hmm. very strongly of someone in the Star Wars universe. Oh yeah, the wonderful Vice Admiral Amalyn Holdo. <laughs> oh. I looked up the name. I did not remember the name, but I looked up the name. Oh. But this is from mm. Star Wars Episode Eight, so it's the second mm-hmm. in the newest trilogy. Yeah, the Ryan Johnson one, the 
The Last Jedi. Yeah, yes. There's uh, Laura Dern yeah. is the actress who plays his character. It is Laura Dern. Yes. The longest neck in existence. Oh my god. They And they exaggerate <laughs> this neck. This character is great. If you yeah. haven't seen this movie yeah. or you don't remember, you should look it up. The, the outfit is spot on. <laughs> she has a high collared dress. It's a flowing draped gown. Lavender hair. Mm. And even the dress is gray, but it's like a warm dove gray, you know. It's beautiful, yeah. And of course, Laura Dern, very beautiful woman of a certain age, oh. I guess. <laughs> such a good film. Don't, I'm going to start crying. Oh, <laughs> it's such a good film, I know. Yes, yeah. Ryan Johnson, yeah. R.I.P. Ryan Johnson, Star Wars. But in any case, <laughs> this is... The Rise of Skywalker could have been so good. <sighs> We could spend the re- so we could spend two hours talking about that back. <laughs> we could, but this isn't a Star Wars fancast. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Although I immediately took us there. <laughs> yes, but yes. this is the person I thought of, you know, in my mind when um, my head yeah. cannon for Gellin. Yeah, in my head, I was picturing um, there was a Rick and Morty episode where they went to a planet full of women. Mm. I, I think seen it was it. called Gazorpa Zorp or something. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, it was it, very similar to this. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Um, it was a very problematic episode, but yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, exactly, me. right? I mean, that's these, mm. this is a this was kind of gutsy, actually, of the the cast mm. the, the, to, to do an episode like this, especially at the time, right? Like, mm. not to get too political, but this was mm. definitely like hotbed hashtag Me Too movement moment. Right when this mm-hmm. came out, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, there, there are thereabouts, yeah, yeah, thereabouts. Mm. Make a flower circle now. Galen has them all come into yes. a flower circle. They join hands and then they kiss each other on the mouth. I will kiss your mouth. Though they kissed Galen on the mouth. I don't think they kissed the newcomers, right? They... Not yet. <laughs> Dar says, "Oh, can I? Can I also kiss you on the mouth?" Yeah, if that's what you desire. <laughs> It sure, sure is. is. Sure is. <laughs> uh, they're really kissing on the mouth. And Dara yeah, says, really going at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of kiss folly. Foley. <laughs> oh, there really is, isn't there? I wonder uh, if this is live kiss folly or <laughs> pre-recorded, like I downloaded see- from the internet kiss folly. <laughs> I assumed it was like Shane just sort of like making slurping noises on the back of his hand. <laughs> You're probably right. You're probably right. I really wanted some sort of gossip where like <laughs> which two cast members made out for this foley. <laughs> oh man. Um and then Dar says, I feel like oh, you God. really see mm. me. <sighs> Once they finally stop kissing. Yeah, I feel like you're a fierce warrior. Undervalued. You can tell that just by looking at me. <laughs> Can't everyone? Yes, can't everyone? I oh, this is. I, there's so many moments in this episode where you're like, oh god, I feel this. I feel this. I've been there. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I was also mm. thinking about it, how Gellin's title, chosen leader, is a sort of interesting title. You know, like you don't. It mm. emphasizes the fact that she's beholden to the group, right? Like elected yeah, monarch or true. something. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. even the name chosen well, we leader seems sort of unusual. Yeah. So we learn that the name of Zootopia comes from the name of the founder called Susan. 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 <laughs> <laughs> they they called her Sue for short. 
Oh, man. Ed Pleck is already plucked up again at this point because he has interjected and interrupted the conversation between Dar and Galen. Well, I mean, she gets him to take her hands and stare deeply into her stare eyes. Stare deeply into she's my eyes. She's one of the most beautiful beings she's ever met. In his entire life. That's the first thing you notice? That this is really interesting, I think, because mm. I I think I'm mm. also a very visual person, and I usually also notice mm. pe- like, be- people who are beautiful and talented, I probably notice their beauty first <laughs> before their talent. Mm, I, so no. I sort of... I mean, that's fair. <laughs> I definitely would have been plaque in this situation. I would have been like, you're really beautiful. <laughs> you're pretty. You're pretty. <laughs> oh, do we think this is the first time that plaque is maybe a little bit thirsty? Ever? Hmm. I don't know. I, it's, even in this, it still strikes me as sort of like, you know, finding like a painting beautiful, you this know? This is it's true. Like... Yes, there, there is yeah. a chasteness to it. Yeah, sorry, yes, that, well, is there innocence that they found intriguing? That's true, that's true. But he also says, not only does he tell her how beautiful she is, he says, I, you know, I feel weird. This is weird, guys. <laughs> Just <laughs> like when you're going through puberty for the first time. Like, what's that? I feel weird. <laughs> but of course he has to bring up the space. Mm. Are you in touch like with the space? Is. Yeah. I, I can tell. We have a connection. It's got to be the space. Right, right. <laughs> Yes, that's what it is. He's such a dog. I know, but he's so eager. He's like such a nice, he's such a nice puppy. Like mm. kind of, it's sort of a foreshadowing here a little bit of the episode in season three uh, called Adel Attraction, where they meet the mm-hmm. um, Jack bots, I guess. I don't know, seduction bots. Oh, yes, yes. I was just thinking of that, yeah. And also the 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 featured performer in that episode, Tammy Sager, I think is sort of mm-hmm. a similar type of performer to Lennon. Oh. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I don't know. There's some similarities. Anyway, anyway, she sort of did. Yeah, the character Plex maybe wishes Gellin was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the less you can bring up the space in our diplomatic relations, the better. C tells Plex. <laughs> Of course. So they go and sit in a cave with sitting pods. The sitting pod song. There's so many songs in this episode. It's really lovely. And they're like shaking rat- so just... rattles or something. Maraca. Uh, yeah. What are those called? Castanets? I don't know. There's something like that. <laughs> sitting pods. Here we go. I'd love to know all the different things that Shane used to, to make the sort of background sound for this episode. Definitely. A soft place mm. for your sweet cheeks. <laughs> and you're seated. The other thing about the Gallen voice that I that I thought was amazing is it just my father is from uh, California, is from Southern California, and I went to college there. Mm-hmm. Though I I grew up on the East mm-hmm. Coast, a lot of people mistake me for a Californian because of my my accent or my speech or whatever. But I've mm-hmm. met many women who are sort of like you know old hippies that have these qualities that Gallen has. You know, like sort of soft commanding <laughs> feminine <Okay>. ladies <laughs> yeah hmm. have you have, did it remind you of that. anyone in real life um no <laughs> <laughs> it does feel like in a very american character i have to say yeah, I mean, there's. I feel like there's a lot of sort of sci-fi tropes that are sort of bubbling in the back of my mind that I can't quite p- 
tackle that. Like, I'm getting the feeling there must have been something in Stargate because, mm. yeah, but it's been so long since I've watched Stargate. And it feels like <laughs> such a sci-fi trope as well, having a planet made of just women. Yes, so. definitely. Yes, because most yeah. sci-fi was, I mean, but the, <laughs> her planet's made of women were like, it's a brothel planet, right? I mean, these mm. <laughs> were like fantasies True. for men, True. right? <laughs> Mm. This version is not like that. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I feel like I so, lost yeah. a note here. Ah, la, 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 la. Okay. <laughs> so. so we we learned that they that uh, Gellan was chosen and they voted with their minds. Yeah. <laughs> so they must have some sort of sort of local telepathy, or they have tech telepathy, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Something. Well, presumably it must be tech driven. Yeah. Yeah. It's an equal society. There's no theft. They share re- all their technology equally. It's it's really easy yeah. to order dinner. Yes, there's a very flourishing dinner business. <laughs> it's just fun to get together and all just order dinner. <laughs> and then we we learn here that they don't have any currency. They don't have a monetary system. What is check? <laughs> Do you split the check? Check. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's Neela, I believe, who can't say words that she hasn't heard before, ever. I believe so because I think Neela is Mujan, and I think Tila is Seth. Oh, that's funny. I thought Tila was Winston. I, I don't oh, know. Possibly, yeah. With the voice modulators, mm. it's hard to tell. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So there, there is a there's a little bit there's a weird movie maybe maybe you've seen it called Zardoz. Have you ever heard of this I film? Don't think I have. This oh. film, guys, it's from 1974, Zardoz, mm-hmm. and it stars Sean Connery. And you need to look it up mm-hmm. right now on your computer because oh no, you get to see. Oh, is this the one where the image of him and his underpants yes. comes from? <laughs> yeah, I know that. <laughs> I didn't know where it was from. Well, I hadn't. I mean, when I think of the movie, I don't think of that particular image. But that is the image you get to gaze upon a very, mm. um, a very au natural, let's say, Sean Connery in a red loincloth and Boots, suspenders. Pants and gum. What more do you yes, need? Yes, of course. Brandishing a gun. Yes. It's like the male, he's like male Barbarella, basically, in this movie. <laughs> 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 but it's kind of an interesting parallel, in, uh, you know, in terms of the way mm. that the society is set up. So um, this is yeah. not really a spoiler, but there's a culture in this movie, Zardoz, that's immortal. And so what do they spend their time doing? They like, they make music and they bake bread for each other and they write poetry. And it's sort of like, it's all this sort of mellow society of you do it, you do it for the love of the art. Pretty chill. Yeah. But then it all goes wrong, of course. Mm-hmm. So we learned Gellin wanted to share new technology with them. They're they been watching them from afar. Yeah, that's, do you think that's true? Do you think that that was actually mm. the case or she's just saying that? I don't know. Because they did ask to meet the rebellion. Right, and they clearly have the ability to do amazing things with communication technology. So they could have actually been watching them from afar. Yeah, they've got like sneaky drones the size of bugs or something. (laughs) Or they're just like breaking into the communications of Bargy. They're hacking Bargy or something. (laughs) So we get another song here, technology song. Technology, open your tiny gift. Technology. Uh, I wasn't sure what to call this yeah. thing, a, like an augmentation or a cyborg device, but it's essentially a, a, an empathy hickey. 
<laughs> An empathy hickey, yes. Right? A hickey of empathy? The hickey of empathy, let's yeah. say. <laughs> yes. Empathy hickey, yep. <laughs> so it lets them know what other people are feeling. C puts it on, looks at Pleck, and he feels oh. really terrible. Yeah. But, but it works on C as well. Yeah, that's a good point. How, why does it work on C? It's so advanced. It works on organics and droids. Mm. <laughs> oh, he feels terrible. Why do you feel bad looking at me? Oh, this, this, you have this gross uncertainty about everything. <laughs> do you, terrible. Do you feel this way all the time? Oh, I know. <laughs> but honestly, relatable. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And then he looks at Dar. Yeah, looking at Dar. Yeah. Feels great and sure of himself. Awesome. Like a powerful sexual entity. Yeah. Honestly, very good. Dar's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like Dar. Oh, God. Technology. Can... Technology. There's an empathy. Let can see that. Go ahead. C feels sort of embarrassed for Oh, him. yes. <laughs> yes, that's so, so much worse. So much worse than oh. I know. Uh, I was going to say there's a there's an empathy gun in the film version of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I can't remember if it's in the books or not. But there's mm. some point where the Zoe Deschanel character is shooting the empathy gun at everyone because she's pissed. Also, the only female character in that movie. There's, yeah. There is a link in the sci-fi between female characters and the unnatural ability to empathize with others. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I know there's a word for, for secondhand embarrassment in a, another language. Ah. I can't remember what it is, and it's bugging me. I think it was in like Dutch or something. Ah. I've just tried to Google it and I can't find it. <laughs> oh, God. That says a lot mm. about a culture when there's like an untranslatable word. Yeah. Like Schadenfreude Gem in German. Yeah, I was going to say German has a lot of good words. Like it that. really does. That one means mm. laughing at someone else's like terrible mistake or something right laughing at someone else's tragedy yeah. enjoying someone else's misfortune yes. yeah <laughs> which is hilarious that that's a German word yeah. oh yeah and they're gonna they're gonna carry the crew to the sea of want yes hmm which is an interesting very name. vague yeah. word yeah so, mm, that's not gonna be worrying yeah <laughs> yeah uh so they pick them up they're they very more... very strong mm -hmm. They meet more chanting females. Ah, yes. This is it. This is another. There's so many things in here that reminded me of various other movies and films and whatnot. Mm -hmm. uh, movies and films mm -hmm. are the same things. I meant books. <laughs> so mm -hmm. when the doors open, here are all of my people. So the doors open and there's wind and then the singing, like, ah, but no words. There's the scene in the movie mm -hmm. Dune, the David Lynch film, <sighs> where. Uh, don't, don't judge me. I still haven't seen it. I won't judge I've been you. For years. <laughs> I try to get all my friends to watch it, and some of them just hate it. But it's 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 so good, guys. I, and also I, a I David Lynch on my fan. List. Hey man, Sting mm. is in it. How can you not want to watch? It? <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, Kyle MacLachlan opens these doors, and they're in this like weird, huge rectangular hall that's like a quadruple height space, and you hear the same thing with like the wind and the ah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, so it's like the hall that everyone gathers in, mm. and Star says, yeah. uh, uh, "They're all female." All female, but uh, yeah, they've they've never seen a male of a species before. Is that what the pink one is? 
chosen one. I, I was. And of course, Plague immediately interrupts them. <laughs> I was speaking, and I was interrupted. That's that's never happened before. <laughs> Again, another good dig. <laughs> Very good. Very good. I interrupt people constantly, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. I've tried to get better at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's rough. Pleck interrupting, plecking it up. And then points out that he's trying to be silent. Do, do you want praise? Do you, do you want us to uh, congratulate you that you can wait to the end of my, my sentence? Yeah. <laughs> All female, that is how we maintain such peace and focus on emotional integrity. Mm. Mm. So C deduces that they must reproduce through parthenogenesis. Mm-hmm. The first time we've heard this term on the show, parthenogenesis. Mm. And That's our... What, I don't know about you, but I learned that word from Jurassic Park. Oh, gosh. I mean, I probably <laughs> did. but so long ago, I just don't remember it. <laughs> um, and Dar says, oh, it explains why there's a female leader. Because it's the first one they've yep. met. Yeah. In the whole galaxy. Galaxy. Yeah. Yep. Terrible state of affairs. Yeah. I guess there are some female characters on the Council of Seven, but there aren't half. Yeah. There aren't three. Yeah, or, they're not good. even three. Right? Yeah. Ugh. 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 <laughs> Representation, guys. <laughs> yeah. Although, who knows? I don't know how. I don't know which of the characters were female. I don't know their gender, right? Who knows? Maybe the Krabbo is female. Yeah. I said that thinking about it. I think most episodes of this podcast probably do pass the Beckdale test. Yeah, I think that's probably. I think that's true. Yeah, yeah. I think that's true. The Beckdale test being two female. Oh yes, if um, two female characters talking to each other about anything but the male protagonists. Right. Two women yeah. talking to each other, not about a guy. Having said that, Dart is omnigender rather than female, so just like <laughs> Well, this is something I wanted to bring up. Maybe we can come we maybe we can come back to this because this was something that I yeah. was wondering about. Yeah. Okay. Galen tells Dar that yeah. you so, could be an amazing leader one day. Yes. Should we now blow on Dar to accept her <laughs> as one of our own? Yeah, I'll take a blow job, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and we have another song, a really nice one. Mmm. Welcome but to... Tila doesn't quite have the range. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Someone, Sather Winston, tried to hit that high note. <laughs> Bless. Welcome to these open bosoms. Uh, yeah. It's such a good song. This Please allow these uh, dozen Zootopians to, to yeah run their hands all over the yes. body. It's Massage just... dar. Relaxed. Mm. All those muscle knots. From dealing with these hooligans, meaning C and Plaque. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hooligan, C decides it's a, it's a little harsh. Which it, which it is. Yeah. I don't know. If you've listened to this uh, podcast, they do get pretty rowdy. That's true. <laughs> Not intentionally, but... Uh... Hooligan, though. I don't know. Anyway, the, then Dar decides she wants to invite Bargy. Yeah, I wish Bargy was there. And they have a galactic phone, because of course they do. Yeah, quantum phone, call anywhere, anytime, anywhere in the galaxy, instantaneously. Yeah. And Bargy fires down. Yeah, Bargy's there. It looks like it's been a while since anyone took care of her. Yes! She notices immediately immediately that everyone's female. Women! Good job, women! She's clapping her engines together. Bom, 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 bom. (laughs) 
clank, 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 clank. Yeah, and they offer to That's shine her up. Mm. Mm. And it's been years since anyone gave Bardi a gift. Yeah, that was so sad. Oh. That was really sad. Mm. Also because when she answers the phone call, she starts talking immediately as though it's an agent or a scout calling her for yeah. a part. Oh, poor Bardi. Yeah. Constantly uh, hustling. Yeah, she's yeah, she's definitely out there hustling all the time. <laughs> Sometimes it's nice Mm. when someone knows what you want without having to ask. Yeah. Another good dig. (laughs) It's really, really, yes. This is something I feel like every women's magazine ever has had some article about, like, why your boyfriend doesn't understand you. Or, you know, something like that. (laughs) Very stereotypical. It's like, well, probably because you you want them to know what you want without asking. It's problematic, isn't it? It is. I could I could get into a whole essay about toxic masculinity and you know men being brought up not to think about certain things, but I won't because that's not what this podcast is about. Well, it's not talk to me about it. Find me on Twitter. I mean, <laughs> what's your Twitter handle? Uh, Becca Paintmore. There you go. <laughs> Do it, guys. I mean, I think this episode. Kind of, well, I don't know. Is it about toxic? It's sort of. Is it about toxic femininity? I don't know. Oh no! Please, I don't want to. I'm not going to do a TED talk. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to bait you, Becca. I'm trying really hard to bait um, you. <laughs> yeah, and I'm trying not to lose listeners. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So that. Yeah. So anyway, another uh, a stereotype, yeah. let's say, about women. And yeah. uh, C53. What do you need? Yeah. Oh no. Oh. We'll call him for you. Without her, him saying anything, she knows immediately. Yeah. Oh, I'm not ready to speak to him at all. I haven't spoken to him in a really long time. Mm. And then we hear, hello, and then there's seagulls. Mm. Why are you calling? <laughs> kind of put on the spot. <sighs> Been thinking about you for decades. Yeah, that's, that's also kind of deep, right? Like, we don't know how old yeah. she is. No. You know what you did. You know what you did. But you got really good energy about you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I forgive you. But, I mean, whatever whatever it is he did, he apologizes. He does apologize. That's right. I guess he hadn't before. I forgive you for one of the things. <laughs> but, of course, Plek then has to butt in. Oh. <laughs> yes, of course. Who, that's what who, are you talking to? who are you talking to? He's so excited. This is really not the time. <laughs> Could you please use that thing on your neck <laughs> to but figure out that? Sea captain's outfit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! This is a big, big backstory reveal. Mm, the last time yeah. we heard about um, anything having to do with a sea captain was in episode one hundred and six at the diner. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Season one uh, at the diner when we learned that sea yeah. was a boat. Yes, 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 yes. That must be the... Mm. It must be something to do with that, surely. Yeah, Plex like, is this, is this about when you're a boat? <laughs> so, I'd rather not get into it right now. <laughs> Poor C. Oh my gosh. So, yes. And then, and then that... So it's a short call. And they hang up. And C's like, so relieved. I wonder what a droid's expression of relief would be. How does the droid show relief? <laughs> Maybe he like glows. Well, given the, 
peachy color or something. Given that, given he's a protocol droid, it would probably be to match whatever environment he's in. So. Ah. Mm. Yeah. I wonder how my facial expression he, he had. He like anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then Dar hmm. starts talking. Dar is also really curious about who this guy was, who this person mm. was that C talked to. And there's some yeah. clues. He had wooden appendages instead of metal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sea captain's hat. Mm. And there were there were just a lot of seagulls there. <laughs> a lot of seagulls. But yeah, so chosen leader, when will they pay the price? When will they pay the price? They have a little twist mm. suddenly. We don't we don't have mm. any money, so <laughs> No. Not money, no. Plague, please, please lay down upon this altar. Yes, money's not what okay. we need. No, money's not what we need. Yep. Why don't you lay on this altar now, <laughs> with the straps? <laughs> you know. Uh, hmm. Oh, there's. This seems like it might not end well. Is Should this, I be worried? Should I be worried? Take off his clothes. Well, take off clothes. Good. <laughs> straps on an altar. Hard to tell. <laughs> Usually a bad step, but then straps point to the negative column <laughs> there is a fan that i know who made an amazing drawing of this moment <laughs> mm. <coughs> <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> uh, oh it's actually a choice point and after the argument about taking off his clothes <laughs> mm. <laughs> that is the point <laughs> where the drawing is made everyone should go mm. look that up right now <laughs> it's definitely not on my instagram <laughs> definitely definitely not on the becca paymore instagram um yeah oh they give him mm. the flower to cover his parts his bits i don't know what they say here yourself uh, cover yourself a, you know to cover his member it's a nasturtia flower yes 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 i have no idea what that mm. looks like but uh. i think there is a type of flower called a nasturtium yeah i think that's right yeah it sounds yeah. familiar so yeah. there's like a little argument here because Galen has told Tila and Nila to take off his clothes and there's just a lot of talking and so they haven't done it yet and she gets exasperated and yells at them <laughs> that was definitely an order that was definitely an order an order an order hierarchy that was reminded me of yet another David Lynch thing <laughs> I, yeah. in Twin Peaks they have this weird mm-hmm. sort of lodge that lives out of time and people speak mm. backwards and it's really really creepy ah. <laughs> it's super weird and creepy and that's what this sounded like fair yes but more chanting whilst removing clothes because of course there has to be uh, chanting pants come off that's right shirts come <laughs> off and then the briefs something like that <laughs> so many good songs shaking the rattles <laughs> mm. Mm, so they give Dara a tulum knife and tell them to draw blood. What is a tulum they, knife? They need, to, yeah, they need to, to crawl under the altar and stab him in the spine. Yeah, not just through the back, but through the spine. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's brutal. That's brutal. And I need someone who loves him to do it. Yeah. So that's, that's interesting. And, uh, you've taken our technology, so and now you must pay with your life. Can I opt out this process? <laughs> Plex like, uh, I think if I lose all my blood, I'm gonna die. Oh, you just had to mansplain it. <laughs> That's why I said, "quote, pay with your life." <laughs> mm, mm. Dar, whose you know, side Ellie are you on? <laughs> was, she was just 
waiting for an opportunity to to get mansplaining in there somewhere, wasn't she? Oh, definitely, 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 definitely. You can't you can't have an episode like this without her. Yes. So Dar is uh, holding this knife, I guess, in her hand, yeah. and Plek asks yeah. asks them what side they're on. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, they say that once. Dar has killed Plek, that they can stay with them for eternity. That's true. She could make a really amazing chosen leader one day. Yeah. And they gave, gave Bargy a nice shirt as well, so... Ah, yes. They're good people. <laughs> yes, exactly. Very generous. Mm. So, Dar says it's really hard for her to decide whose side she's on right now. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, because they need the blood to propagate the species. Yeah. Yeah, Plek asks what the blood's for. Mm. Uh, so apparently, the, the population of Zootopia is dying out, and they mm. they need a blood of a man to impregnate the species. So it's it's a snoo, it's a snoo snoo moment, but nobody gets to have any pleasure. <laughs> oh, I see. I heard it's propagate the species. Propagate is that? That's what I meant to say. Mm. Ah, okay. Potato, tomato. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So in, instead of. Um, I don't know what is it. It's it's um, Futurama where there's an all female planet mm. where they yeah they the try to do something episode, yeah. yeah the snoo snoo but that was like maybe <laughs> not such a bad way to die but Plek just gets to get stabbed in the spine <laughs> yeah um, so he has man. to throw so Dar- shade saying that they're not great at getting a great deal with this blood yeah oh god yes so. Yeah, is it to the quality of the like man? He tells him, yeah, that he's telling the truth. Yeah, the quality of the man. Mm. Does that matter? Mm. Yeah, that's upsetting. <laughs> oh. But he's trying to save him. Yeah, just shut up, Black. <laughs> Dark calls under the altar. We hear... Yep, decides to do it. Yep, we hear Plek sort of scream. And we hear blood yeah, running. I'm just glad that you love me. I'm just <laughs> glad that you love me. I know. Oh. Yeah. And then there's a blood song. Not... Yes, the blood chant. Blood, 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 blood. The blood song. <laughs> and Dove fills up the bucket. Uh huh. And yeah. uh, for Plaque, he's he's still really pink. He he seems fine. Yeah. That's why he's so pink. He's got a lot of blood. Yeah, Dar is stumbling. He's trying to explain why, like, you know, the blood that makes him mm. less pink. <laughs> Dar, why so why are you stumbling ex- around so? I've exhausted myself and I'm ready to return. <laughs> yeah, but Bargy's booked apart. She's not leaving. No, no, no. Of course, got a movie deal. Yep. Better roles on Zootopia. Better representation. Yeah. The parts yeah. are more multi-dimensional. Are more yes, multi-dimensional. Yeah. They're honest. <laughs> the, Lines make sense. The last live show in the the one before this one that in New York, the one in London. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's a character, a Crabo character named Wife. Hmm. <laughs> oh, wife! <laughs> and, and they say, "Is that are you, is you are a wife or is that your name?" And, this is uh, Mujad plays this character, and she says, oh, mm. I, I, "My name is Wife, but I am three dimensional. <laughs> I am a three dimensional character with a backstory and things to do. But my name is Wife." Yep. <laughs> I love Mujad. I really do too. Uh, so Bargy's staying. They're not sure what to do, um, and then Bargy asks mm. them what the pay rate, what the union pay rate is. Yeah, what's the day rate? What's happening? <laughs> U- U- union. Union. <laughs> union. 
There are no unions here. How do you pay your actors? <laughs> That's about the love of the art and, and ex for exposure. <laughs> exposure. Yep. Everybody on the ship. <laughs> oh, man. All of the exposure jokes make me wonder about like their, their actors training. Or it's just like all actors training. You know, do they have some I mean, kind of like... Mm, I mean, class. as an artist, I, the, the exposure really gets me. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this joke comes up again and again in various episodes. Various episodes, you know, where they're talking about how exposure is no match for actually being paid. Mm. <laughs> mm. So, yeah. So, Bargie's, no. It, she needs to be paid for her work. She's got some yep. integrity yep. about that. <laughs> Which, by the way, I think I think a lot of us need to keep this in mind when people do internships for free. This is a big problem mm. in in my my field of architecture. People working for free mm. right out of college. Don't do yeah. it. Well, it's the same with same with archaeology as well. I mean, people need to be compensated to for, free for months. Yes, yeah. that means only right. This is our class system. Here we go. Hey guys, yeah. <laughs> it means only people who are independently wealthy can do it. Zootopia, I'm down. I am so down with Zootopia. <laughs> oh, and now they have to give all the tech back now that they're leaving. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Hardly they, seems fair. Well, they, they did they did say they wanted all of the blood. Well, they did, but <laughs> the idea was now that you've taken our tech, now someone gets to die. Mm. <laughs> they didn't yeah. say that they could only take the tech if they stayed there forever with them. <laughs> Well, I mean, they should have written up a contract, really. This is true. Yeah, you're right. It's the crew's fault. They didn't do due diligence. <laughs> <laughs> so they're get, they're back on the ship finally, and Plex's like, "Hey guys, I'm just I'm glad I could help out, and you know, didn't you know realize I guess I got a lot of blood in me." Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Dar filled the bucket, of course. I filled the bucket. You would be dead several times over, C tells Black. <laughs> if the you... dust stopped me. <laughs> I pinched you. <laughs> he did yelp pretty loud. <laughs> she must have pinched him pretty hard. Hmm. Pinching does hurt, and Dar is very strong. Yeah, that's true. I'm sure she gave him a good welt or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Dar must have huge hands, so that's a big pinch. That's a really good point. <laughs> Left a bruised, at least. <laughs> I'm sure. So C, uh, C stitches up Dar's own wound wherever she had stabbed herself, I guess, to don yeah. donate her blood. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's donate Plex exactly under pressure, but Plex thanks Dar for the for the blood, but said that they thought it had to be male blood. And Dar points out, you know, it could be that. They're as male as they are female, but it's probably that blood doesn't have gender. Yes. Now, this is something else I want to talk about because <laughs> blood doesn't have gender, but DNA has mm. information about mm. one's gender, and there's DNA in say, blood, yes. right? Yeah, this is true, yeah. But I, was, but I was thinking, like, for the purpose of a blood transfusion, you know, you get O negative blood, the universal donor. It doesn't matter exactly. if that comes from a man or a woman, obviously. Yeah, exactly. But there is DNA in blood. Anyway, that just like bothered me as a former mm. former bio person. It's like, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, speaking archaeologically, we can learn a lot from from DNA. You know, we can learn like hair color and eye color and all sorts. Of oh things. yeah, wow, yeah, that's really mm. interesting stuff. Yeah, 
So then this goes back to our point before about whether Dar is both genders, both male and female, mm. you know? So in, you know, like, not that this is obviously a comedy podcast, guys, we understand, right? But, but this is the way our minds work here, right? So like, if you're looking at Dar's mm. chromosomes, does she have, is she XXY? Like, does she have male and female chromosomes? Or is she I think neither? You know what Dar is? Dar is XXXY. <laughs> <laughs> bam, 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 bam. Becca, that was great. Oh my gosh, so good, so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, my point being that the question is whether she is both sexes, several, mm. or is she mm. her own gender? Sorry, I, I mix up these two words. Own gender, is she no gender. We don't really know how to. But we that, don't, yeah. But, well, then we can get into the argument of gender versus sex, and I don't yes, want to. I know. <sighs> I know that I don't want to go down this road because I'm. I'm sure I'm going to put both feet in my mouth very far. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but in yeah, any as case, a cis woman, I find this conversation very difficult. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. I agree. But it just, in terms of, uh, you know, for my xenomorphology. Mm. <laughs> alter ego i just want to know more about mm. dar of course always need to know more about Dar. always need to know more about dar we do get some good mm-hmm. sea backstory but always thirsting yeah. for we more do. dar and we do have a few more dar centric episodes coming up later yes so. we do we do which is always good all of a sudden bino <laughs> runs out does bino run out yes yes of course well and... they they decide that um well, Dar asks if someone else could be on Beano duty. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. So Plex volunteers. Plex says he'll be on Beano duty tonight. So they uh, they go through this whole experience of being on Zootopia and Bargy and Dar get one night off. Yeah. <laughs> Presumably they get one night off out of that experience. Uh, yeah, seriously. So Bargy asks if Plex knows the seven things that has to be done to take care of Beano. Well, you got the bedtime story. The tuck. Then the retuck. After when the... When he jumps out and reenacts the meeting. Reenacts scene, the meeting. Presumably that's from the story of Beano. Reenacts, <laughs> yes. The story of Beano. Mm-hmm. Then there are all the types of eggs Wait. you have to cook. Yep. There's the scramble. <laughs> the boil. The poach. That, and that's yes. all. That's um, all the... one step. The eggs. Yep. Two more steps. Uh, there's so a forehead there's kiss. The forehead kiss. Yep. And then the barricading of the door. Yeah, Plek can never remember that part. But counting that all up, that only comes to six. Well, see, I thought the reenactment... I I also did this. I also counted them all up <laughs> as the nerd we are. The nerds we are. So I thought, okay, well, it only works as seven if the reenactment is its own step. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Okay. I want, it, I want it to work. Yes. I want it to work. I want it to add up to seven. <laughs> That's fine. So, yeah, they have to barricade the door in case Bino goes insane. And then, yeah, yeah Plek asks, you know, like, it's, it sounds scary, but what, what happens if we just, if just let Bino go insane? So Plek has to play the clip of what happened when they almost let it happen to remind him. Bino want dance. Bino want dance. Bino think dance is the purest <laughs> form of expression. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think that she's been she... making Plex dance. Yes, but Plex not the dancer. Dar's the dancer. Yep, 
but Mo has to be Plek. Yes. Plek is fed up. He's not going to dance anymore. Bino threatens to go insane. Plek says, fine. Fine. Mm. Go insane. See what I care. Yeah, I wonder what actually happens. I guess we get in the la- in the finale, we get a little taste of what happens when Bina goes insane, unfortunately. But this, mm. here, this time we just hear, like, screaming, evil yeah. screaming, and uh, they immediately... <laughs> uh, they immediately uh, try to appease Bino once once again. Yeah. So Dar is puppeteering Plek yeah. to keep Bino happy. Dar turns Plek into a little ma- a little marionette. <laughs> Because whatever yeah. Bino I, just did when he was screaming was that terrifying. I was sort of imagining sort of Plex standing on Dar's feet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yes. Yes. And Dar's moving his arms and his, you know. Exactly. He's just exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Bino, man. Yeah. This is yeah. definitely, Bino is like an advertisement not to have kids or something. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me twice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Nermit calls. Nermit calls in Nermit to find calls. out what happened. Yes, he's excited to hear what the tech was. Yeah. It's they had all this so awesome cool stuff. stuff. Yeah. But they took it away. They took it all away <laughs> when we wouldn't give them all of Plex blood. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is not actually right. It briefly. They took yeah. it all away because they left the planet. Because they thought they yes. did have all of Plex blood. Mm. But I mean, they would not if if they had taken it all. Plek would be dead, though. Yeah, I mean. So I mean, technically, they they gave Dar the bucket to fill. So maybe they assumed that filling it up would be draining him. So mm. right, right. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Questions. Yeah. Questions. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah. Plek wants See, to return. Go ahead. Saying, I was saying that C said that they took a lot of pictures of the tech, but that's not that's not enough. No, no. And then Plek wants to go back to the the issue of C's amazing phone call. Yeah, which leads to the the best button to finish any episode. Best blackout line <laughs> ever from Ali Kokesh. One yeah. yeah. <laughs> one day, I hope you're comfortable telling us the story about the old man and, and the C fifty three. That is so good. Awesome. (laughs) She also had the best, the best one-liner ending in the very first episode. Mm. She's two for two. I I would, I'd like to know how long she was sat on that pun. Oh gosh. Yeah. So yeah. So the pun is a reference to Hemingway's The Old Man in the Sea. Mm. Yes, indeed. Yes. Which I actually have read. Which I have not read. It's good. It's sort of, it's like long and sad, but it's a good... Okay. There you go. That's that's a review. <laughs> Hemingway. It's long and sad. <laughs> it's well written. Um, it's actually the not that The dictionary defines the C as. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Woo! Good, good episode. So yeah, but then we have the blooper at the end. That's right. Yeah. Beer hungry. <laughs> it's very strange and unnerving to hear Bino in the natural register of Winston's voice, actually. Yeah. It's like it was, super it's creepy. It's how different. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's a man. <laughs> mm. How different it sounds. It's, a, it, it's pretty early, isn't it, Bino? It's a, isn't it a little early for you to be in the episode? <laughs> in this episode? <laughs> <laughs> Bino! 
And Winston's <laughs> like, I yeah. want to do something to I'm just trying to mix it up. Yeah, it yeah. worked. Winston's Bino, it's really, it's, it's really awesome, right? I mean, it just, again, this just goes back to all the magic of the sound design and the mixing, you know, mm. to turn, Definitely. to turn uh, all these characters into the beloved, the beloved um, characters we know. Yeah, I mean, once you really start listening to all of the different little sounds that go on in the background and all the music and everything, it's astonishing the amount of work that Shane puts in. It's true. I, I don't know if maybe you play this little game too, since you you thought um, Tila was voiced by Seth and I thought Tila was voiced by Winston. I try to guess mm. who is playing the other universe characters. What is it? What, oh, the almost. non-player characters. What is it? NPC. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so I'm always trying to guess. And then when I go back, listen again, I'm like, oh no, I was wrong. Because of all the voice filters, it's really difficult. Hmm. And I, I wish they would give okay. all the credits of all the teeny little characters, but they don't. Hmm. I would need to go back and listen to the credits again to see if they actually did say who was... They probably did. They probably <laughs> did, actually. Yeah. Oh, that's on me. <laughs> Half a job. Yay! So do you want to talk <laughs> about um, canon that we learned? Yes. So um, not a huge amount of lore this episode. Yes, lore. <clears throat> Yes. Uh, so there is a planet called Zootopia, which uh, has incredibly advanced tech, including uh, empathic tech and galactic phones mm. and transportation. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is no caste system. The leaders are chosen by a telepathic democracy. Uh, there is no theft or jealousy and no money. Uh, thriving dinner business. <laughs> and um, they propagate through blood somehow. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Droids now canonically have emotions and can pass others through That's this advanced That's true. Term. Absolutely right. Mm. Canonically, droids have emotions. Mm. Uh, lack of female leaders in the in just in general across the galaxy. Yeah, kind of a reflection of where we're at in Western culture. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um. Archie can clap by um, smashing her two engines together. Oh yes. And it's it's been years since anyone gave Bargy a gift. Oh man. C has been forgiven for something big by a sea captain with wooden appendages. <laughs> there is a type of knife called a tulum. Uh, C can stitch up wounds. And there's a type of flower called a n- n- nasturtia. Yes. Yeah. I don't think I missed anything, but... No, I don't think so. I think a tulum... No, it's a place. I'm mixing it up. Never mind. There is a there is a city in Mexico called Tulum, but it is not a knife. Yeah. Yes. Do you have um, uh, fresh just, and whack I, moments for this episode? Whack, fresh and whack. Yes. Yeah. So, um, a lot of mansplaining was pretty whack. Mm. <laughs> um, all the girl power is pretty fresh. But I also yeah, thought it, it was yeah. sort of whack the the part where Gellin and the and the Tila and Nila are all sort of screaming at each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, like, it was whack that they demanded their technology back as well. That's, that's mean. true. That is definitely whack. But the tech itself was pretty fresh, and their super this strength. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, yeah. Darn. Did you have? Oops, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, if you had uh, any ion cannons. That, I uh, do. <laughs> ah. I have some ion cannons. 
Um, yes, for like future episode uh, character reunions. So mm. we know we know that the Zootopians get Dar's blood instead of Plex's blood, and so mm-hmm. the next generation of Zootopians will be part Dar, and I really want to meet them. Yeah. <laughs> that would be interesting. Especially now that by the end of season three, Dar is a parent. It would be some kind of amazing, mm-hmm, you know, true. why doesn't Horse Hat maybe needs to meet all of Horse Hat's, uh, oh, I don't know what gender they would be, siblings. Yeah. All of yeah. Horse Hat's half-siblings on Zootopia. Yeah. Would Galen confront well, Dar, be angry at Dar? Who knows? Yeah. Oh, that would be an interesting episode. Isn't yeah. It? That's that's like my that's my fantasy ion canon, I guess. Yeah. For for me for this episode, it would be it would be interesting to see what would happen if Plek had just played dead after, uh, you know, yes. they'd taken all of his blood. It'd probably burn Maybe him. Plek. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, did, I know it would be interesting to see cuz like <laughs> with the others have like just left with the technology, oh, like oh, would they know no. he's just playing dead? Oh no. That's terrible. <laughs> So you're saying, oh my god. Well, Dar would know that he was playing dead because she didn't actually stab him. Yeah, exactly. So would, would they just leave with the tech? Oh, no. no. <laughs> that, that could have been fun. No. <laughs> I sort of feel that they're bonded enough at this point that they wouldn't just abandon him there. Because they clearly True, would dispose but... of him. Like, if they leave and Plek wakes up and they're like, oh, there's a man here. They don't have any men there, you know? <laughs> But we don't know what they would do. No, we don't. But I, I mean, the best thing they could happen is they put him in a cage or something. He's like in a museum display. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Here's what a male of the species looks like. Homo rangusian. <laughs> yes, yes. Homus rangus. Yes. <laughs> yes, I should say, for the sake of... Uh, um, not being branded that all the opinions you hear are the opinions of yours truly Darielle and not of the fan cast <laughs> <laughs> I indemnify the fan cast <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I mean that's what was sort of cool about doing this episode in the first place and I suppose we've learned from Alden in some of your interviews that mm-hmm. they allow the guests to pitch ideas for for the various Indeed, episodes yeah. yeah but it's still yeah. pretty gutsy to do a, such a you know a hot button issue episode like this but i mean given the tone of this podcast in general i think it's something they were like hell yeah yeah for sure yeah I think just think of the you know the the wiffles episode that's true yeah. <laughs> that is 111 i think I think it's episode 111, yeah. How do you remember these things? Because I've listened so many times, Becca. <laughs> you know I have as well. <laughs> I know. I, well, I guess I have a mind for trivia, but it's it's never, like, useful knowledge, you know? It's yeah, just, like, I name things, yeah. like the episode numbers of the Six podcast. <laughs> I have a memory for half-remembered trivia and being like, oh, it was sort of this thing, but I can't remember the other half of it. <laughs> oh, that's, that's still pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I'm okay at pub quizzes. <laughs> awesome. I, I'm sort of bad because I'm overly confident and then wrong about things. <laughs> so if I'm playing on a team, people tend to be annoyed with me by the end. So <laughs> hopefully they've drunk enough that they're not truly angry. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. There are pub quizzes um, in... 
I guess they're in English and French. There's a couple pub quizzes here I found in Paris. Um, oh, really? Yeah, an American woman who's been living here for a while who missed pub quiz, set up a pub, oh. pub quiz league, yeah. Oh, wow, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Taste of home. Oh, well, if I, if I come over to visit you, we'll have to go to one. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I hope you do. I really hope you do. Or that I will we'll come over with you again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This whole Brexit thing is just just ruining everything. Oh gosh! Oh dear! See, you need <gasps> utopia. This the problem oh, is your feel. chosen leaders aren't men, aren't women. <laughs> uh, yeah, but oh no, I'm not even going to get started about Theresa May. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the views of this man cast are not necessarily. <laughs> that's an episode yep that's an episode thank you brandon okay, and becca so. for having me on again and allowing me to uh pretend to be the dad emperor brandon <laughs> you're always welcome oh thank you you can find us on twitter at six fancast we're on facebook facebook.com forward slash six fancast you can email us six fancast at gmail.com uh, our patreon is patreon.com forward slash JTFA or for this week I've set up a bit.ly yes bit.ly forward slash genderless blood mm. <laughs> wow <laughs> excellent excellent uh, Brandon has a game robots.church is a great game it has <clears throat> some great art uh, it's really fun you guys yeah. can check it out uh, come and join us on discord come and talk about Zix and anything else we are bit.ly Lee forward slash Zixcord Z-Y-X-X-C-O-R-D Thank you to Mission to Zix for clips and permissions and you can find other our, our, nah, you can find our other episodes at fancast.space Fancast.space Do you have any socials? <laughs> no, I mean no I'm, Well, I have a website uh, I have a blog at dariel.com and mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna. I promise to put up more blog posts. It's mostly about architecture. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so check it out. Check it cool. out. Yeah. All right. Thank you for being on again. Thank you. Woohoo! Okay. Toot toot toot. <laughs> toot toot toot. <laughs> toot toot toot.